Hey friends, it's Mr. Jim and welcome back to Kids Short Stories. I need to make sure that you are following this podcast. So right now I need to make sure that you have smashed that plus sign or the follow, left a rating and a review, and that means you're a super duper fan. Well, friends, are you guys ready for a very, very cold adventure from my friends in Montana? Oh boy, this is going to be a good one. Me too. Let's go. It was a beautifully but cold snowy day high up in the mountains. And Everest and Atlas looked up ahead at the trail that they were about to start hiking on. Atlas, do you have all the gear ready? Said Everest. I got it all. It's all ready to roll. You have to know that Everest and Atlas were two of our bravest explorers. You see, they were tasked with a very important job of building maps. You see, maps don't just appear out of nowhere. If you're holding a map, that means somebody has already explored there before you. And then they drew a map of the location. Well, you see, there's still some mountains out there that have never been truly explored. And that is where Everest and Atlas comes in. There's many mysteries out there, and the spy team is always trying to uncover all mysteries, both mysteries related to Dr. Stinky Breath, but also just mysteries related to the world. Crunch, crunch, crunch. The sound of Everest's boots could be heard echoing throughout the hills nearby. Snow can be very crunchy sometimes. Have you ever stepped in snow before with some boots? Yes, sometimes it can be very soft and fluffy and you don't hear anything. But other times it's a little harder and icier and you can hear that crunch, crunch, crunch. Atlas was holding up a large piece of paper that was an old map handed down from generations to generations. All right, it looks like uh, this is where the map ends, said Atlas. They were standing in the place that was the edge of that map. Nobody had ever taken a step further than these two boys. All right, let's do it together. One, two, three. Everest and Atlas both took a step forward. It felt pretty awesome to be in a place never before explored. How would that feel if you were in a place that was never before explored? Just close your eyes for a second with me and imagine that you're in a place where there's no other footprints around. No one has ever stepped foot where you are. Is that exciting or a little scary? Maybe there's a monster or a creature that we didn't know about because no one's ever been there before. And Or maybe, maybe there's something amazing. Maybe there's a brand new thing that is just the most beautiful thing in the whole wide world and you're the first to see it. Wow. There's just so much possibility (laughs) in a place nowhere seen before. All those thoughts and more were racing through Everest and Atlas's minds. They couldn't wait to start creating a brand new map of this newly explored mountain. Well, you see, this is where the story takes a very interesting turn. Although no one had ever stepped foot where they stood... There was somebody up above in the clouds that this was one of their very secret hideouts. Ha 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 ha! Purple ninjas, 
I see that you have created an ice laser. How did you do that? Well, boss, uh, it helps when we come out to the snow mountains out here where no one's ever been before, and uh, we uncovered some pretty unusual ice activity up in these mountains, and we are able to convert it into a laser beam, and whenever we blast the laser out, it instantly freezes whenever it touches. Ha 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 ha. That is wonderful. Can you show me how it works? Can we do a test right now? Oh, of course, boss. We, uh, we've been wanting to test it uh, as a long-distance laser. You see, up here in the blimp, I think we'll be able to reach the laser all the way to the ground to freeze stuff. So maybe we could try to freeze the Spy HQ again, if you know what I mean. <laughs> that is brilliant, my purple ninjas. Yes, let us try and figure out the way how to freeze HQ again. And we just cannot let them melt it because I was not expecting that. So is this ice super duper cold that will stay frozen forever? Oh, I certainly, boss. It's very, very cold ice. We'll make sure that it stays frozen forever. But we first need to test out our laser on long distance. Stand back, everybody. The purple ninjas had just opened a window on the side of the blimp and we're about to aim and blast that ice laser at a tree on the mountain. And oh dear, it is very, very close to where Everest and Atlas are currently walking. <sighs> this is such an awesome mountain, said Everest. I know, but I could really use a break, said Atlas as he sat down up against a tree. I just need to drink a little bit of water. Atlas leaned up against the tree and grabbed his water bottle out of his backpack and took a big drink. All right, Atlas, we can't take a break too long because uh, I think the sun is about to start setting and we'll need to at least set up our tent before nightfall. And just then, out of nowhere, there was a giant flash of blue light, like a very bright, fluorescent, glow-in-the-dark kind of blue. Everest was thrown back into a big pile of snow. Whoa! Oh, what in the world was that? As Everest stood up and brushed off all the snow from his face and his whole body, he called out, Alice, where are you? Are you okay? He didn't hear anything. And all of a sudden, he turned around and saw something absolutely horrible. Alice! Atlas, are you okay? Everest raced over to where Atlas was leaning up against the tree, and he couldn't believe it. Somehow the entire tree and Atlas had turned into a completely solid block of ice. Atlas! Everest began trying to break open the ice, but it was way too cold and way too thick. Okay, I've got to call this into HQ. I need help. I need Birdie! HQ, HQ, this is Everest. Come in, I have an emergency. Over. Everest, this is HQ. What's going on? I don't know what happened, but somehow this giant blue light came out of nowhere and froze my brother to a tree like a big block of ice. Is Bernie available? I really need him to get out here as soon as possible so he can melt this ice. Shh. 
We will reach out to Bernie and see how quickly he can get out there. Send us your location and hang tight. Did you say something about a blue light? Shh. Yes, there was a big blue flash right when this happened. I don't know what that means. Why do you ask? Well, we just intercepted an encrypted message from the Purple Ninjas that they were working on some kind of blue ice laser. We will make sure that Bernie, the fire-breathing dragon, gets out there as soon as possible. Over and out. Meanwhile, up at the Stinky Lab, Dr. Stinky Breath and the Purple Ninjas were celebrating a successful test. (laughs) Did you see that? Boss, look at that tree. It completely turned into a giant solid block of ice. (laughs) Brilliant. Yes, I can see that the test has worked. So, now let's pack up our things and head over to HQ. (laughs) Oh no, it sounds like they're on their way to try and freeze HQ again. What in the world is going to happen with Atlas? Is Everest and Bernie going to be able to melt him free in time? Will they stop Dr. Stinky Breath before it is too late? We'll have to wait and see what happens on the next episode of Kids Short Stories. Great job, you listened all the way to the end, and you know what time it is. It's time for Kid Shoutouts. I want to say hey to Gabriel from Missouri, Jackson from Kansas, Emery and Brand from Colorado, Bonnie from Huntsville, Alabama, Colton from the U.S. Virgin Islands, Julian from California, Grant from San Diego, and Wyatt and Charlie from Oregon. I'm so glad that you are all in the Kid Short Stories family and on our spy team. We could not stop. Dr. Stinky Breath and his crew without you, my friends. Well, you have a super duper day. (laughs) And I will see you on our next adventure. Bye.